A popular Florida radio host, Lord Zubieta, quits show after Soros-backed media group buys station. So a popular conservative radio host has quit her high-profile Miami gig ahead of the anticipated purchase of her station by a George Soros-backed liberal group, according to a report. Cuban-American Lord Ubeda, who hosted a show on Miami's Radio Mambi, says she rejected a lucrative deal to stay at, stay on at the station. In quotes, I would never cut a deal with these people, she told Fox News. Never, never, never. Radio Mambi has long been associated with Miami's sizable Cuban exile population and has maintained a right-leaning, anti-communist bent. And the thing is, a lot of Cuban-Americans, if you're not aware, are very anti-communist. But Ubeda, who will move to another station says she expects the outlet to change drastically under new ownership. Now, here's the thing, right? Typically, from what I've seen, anytime you have, like, let's say, like a left-leaning or a right-leaning, like, company that gets bought out by the other party, or more of a opposite bent in terms of politics... Typically, it doesn't change, like, overnight, but it will, like, slowly, gradually change over time. Because the thing is, you know, they're smart enough, right, all these companies that do this sort of thing, that, like, buy out these companies, left or right, they are smart enough to understand that, like, what you do is you buy into whatever company, or you buy the company outright, and then you subtly, or basically be like, hush, hush, like, smooth the influence over it, right? It's basically where you start putting, like, oh, maybe more episodes that might lean a little bit more left, or, like, more commentary that might be a little bit more left-leaning, right? Like, you gradually do it, because by the time that people start agreeing to one side or another, it's too late. Like, they've already, like, oh, wait, I've already been brainwashed, right? And this is for, like, going to any party. It's like, that's the way to do it. You don't do it in a dramatic fashion because then you're going to get, like, a lot of fight back, right? A lot of pushback. But if you gradually influence the audience of whatever audience, right, then you could start maybe... uh really making your money worthwhile that you spent for this. It's like, for example, right? Let's, let's not use politics. Let's put it like this. Let's say that you had a radio show that was all about... Um, all about sports, right? It was completely all about sports, the whole radio show. Well... A new company buys 
that radio show and the new owners want basically the show to like basically go more towards education, like school or whatever, right? I don't know, let's make it music. Let's let's make it music. So instead of sports, they wanted to go music, but you can't just go straight to music right off the bat, you'll destroy the show. So what you do is that you start having like conversations or commentary about maybe articles or like things in the news where sports and music are somewhat linked, right? Maybe a little bit vaguely and then a little bit more bluntly and then a little bit more music on that side, then a little bit more and more music, a little bit more music news content, etc., 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 and you gradually do that because then you can start slowly changing the audience base without immediately pushing all of the fan base away, right? So that's something that you could do, and that is usually what is done. So in her situation, there probably wouldn't be a dramatic change right off the bat, but there would be a change later down the line, but it's going to be a very gradual. Like, I'm thinking more of like a two to four year process instead of being like, oh, this month, yeah, we're immediately going to uh, change the whole show. You're no longer going to be conservative. Like, it's not going to be like that. So the $60 million deal to purchase 18 Spanish language stations across the country is pending FCC approval. Now, what's interesting about this, right? If they're willing to spend $60 million to purchase these 18 Spanish language stations, how much money do those stations make or what is the influence that those stations make? Because a lot of people don't realize that radio is still really big money. Like if you're a really, really big radio host, you could be making millions upon millions of dollars every single year, like millions and millions, right? Same thing with a podcast. If you got a really, really big podcast in whatever category, you're probably going to be making really good money, right? Just because of the audience. So Stephanie Valencia, a former Obama administration staffer, and Jess Morales, Rocketo, who worked with Hillary Clinton's presidential campaign, told Axios recently that their new Spanish-language radio conglomerate will reach a third of all Hispanics' living in America, which would be interesting. So the venture's primary financial backer is Lake Star Finance, an investment entity affiliated with Soros Fund Management, Axios reported. Actress Eva Longoria is also signing onto the project. Yobedet said she was offered a deal to remain with Radio Mambi, but declined the payday. They told me that I will receive half the money as soon as they get the FCC approval, and then the rest of the money when Soros people take over, she said. I don't want to be part of the deal. I'm not going to sign the papers, and I quit. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis' team released a series of ads criticizing the takeover, 
arguing that the new ownership group would seek to spread disinformation and representatives for the new venture, Latino Media Network, have countered that they intend to empower Hispanic listeners and broaden their influence. So it'd be very interesting to see what ends up actually happening. But the main reason why I wanted to talk about this is one, kind of like basically just touch on this fact that like radio is still a really big money space. Like your voice is still a really big money space. But not only that, this radio host, regardless if you think her decision was smart or not, or if you agree with her decision or not, financially speaking, it is not a dumb decision. So what I mean by this, if your morals stand on like a certain on a certain foundation, right? And you don't want to go against what your morals are, right? Without financially harming yourself as well, what she did in the way that she did it is actually smart. And what I mean by this is that she basically was able to have another job lined up, right? So that she could quit and get hired without really any like needing to like dip into like savings or anything like that because it's basically she's leaving her show to go to a different station. There you go. No in-between unemployment, unemployment, unemployed situation, right? Which for anyone out there, if for some reason your moral foundation is kind of like getting rocky, or getting like pushed against by your employer. If you feel like you need to quit for a moral reason or for some other reason, maybe you're being harassed, what you have to do is find a job or some sort of income stream that will match at minimum your living expenses, but really you should be looking for something that will cover basically the equivalent amount of what you're making at your current job. Now, it'd be better if you find something that's actually making you more money or giving you more benefits or both, right? But this is the way that you would actually want to do it if you are in her situation, right? Quit when you have something lined up already so that you are not putting yourself in a bad financial situation. Either way, feel free to give your thoughts. Financially speaking, she made the right choice in how she went about it. Financially speaking. Because she's not putting herself in a bad situation. Financially. If you want to learn how to get a debt, and manage your money, go to fortiumbox.com.